Coming to you live, KEXTN 107.5, Tejano and Proud. <laughs> Caller number nine gets tickets to the Kumi Kings at Alamo Dome. See you there. That was pretty good. It was pretty good. I see, no? Yeah, it was. That was uh, pretty impressive. Pretty imp- I used to work yeah. at the radio station. <laughs> you did? Yeah, Texas State. Really? KTSW 89.9, the other side of radio. <laughs> really? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Thinking Twice, a post live podcast from a multicultural lens. I'm your host, Jesus Aleman, and with me, reoccurring guest, Enrique Flores. What's good, y'all? <laughs> from Laredo, Texas. Put on that All right. So last time we had you on, uh, it was uh, wasn't that long. Well, no, it was long. It was like, yeah, during pandemic, way. like peak pandemic. We did it through Zoom with you and Rick, and we yep. discussed about uh, one year moving, uh, one year after graduation. It's been a few years now mm-hmm. since graduation. Yeah, uh, but we're here today to talk about homesick, right? Uh, I alluded in a few episodes um, about me moving here. And, 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 you know, you're here. I think uh, I've mentioned it before already. I think, I don't know. I have to go back and listen to it. It doesn't matter. But you're here now. We'll talk about that in a bit. But uh, how you been? Been good, man. Uh, just like we said earlier, you know, trying to figure out life now with a kid. And uh, That's married. right. You're a dad now. Yeah. Yeah. You're a dad. She's 11 months. Turned 11 months uh, four days ago. Wow. So... Yeah, it's been it's been crazy, man. Life's crazy. Yeah, and you've been you've been in San Clemente now for in two years. For two yep. years. Oof. Yeah, man. Shit moved quick. Life <laughs> moved quick. Okay, well, we'll we'll talk about that in a bit, uh, a little bit more into detail. But you know, let's talk a little current events. Uh, it was a good day for football today. Good day for <laughs> or good weekend for sports. It was, yeah. The Astros, uh, Astros beat the Mariners, swept the Mariners. It was a long, long game. 18 innings. That's crazy. That's insane. That's two games. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. Uh, a lot of crazy football uh, games going on to college football. Um, we just saw the, the Cowboys lose. <laughs> it's always so satisfying watching the Cowboys lose. Listen, I'm a Packers fan, but lately, you know, I've been – Rooting for the Cowboys because uh, the Packers are just garbage this year, unfortunately. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's kind of shitty that they just lost. We just we just finished watching the game. So. Yeah, sorry about that, buddy. <laughs> I, I I love I love when the when the when the Cowboys lose. Yeah, it's a great tradition. No, honestly, so like, I used to be a big Cowboys hater too, but I don't know this year, man. They're uh, they're just. I mean, granted, they just lost, right? But I do, I do, I do enjoy. <laughs> I do enjoy that uh, Dak Prescott's not starting, and like it looks like he might be juiced, losing his job. I hope to, he does to, to Cooper Rush. I mean, don't get me wrong; he's a great quarterback, but I think he's done there. Yeah, and like, Zeke, Zeke too. Like that dude sucks too. Like, he needs to leave. 
Zeke and Dak? Both of them. Both but of them. Zeke Get them out of there. To, yeah, Zeke <laughs> needs to leave so they can open the, the oh gate for some God, funds. Dude, when, when they first came, Cowboys fans swore that there was yeah. an answer. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we're back, baby. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, but but I do get some satisfaction from that when when uh when the Cowboys do win and I'm like yes Dak is almost <laughs> out uh Cooper Rush Cooper Rush he's all right he's an all right, he's a decent decent guy never met him but I'm sure he is yeah. um Halloween's coming up how are you feeling about that great dude uh first Halloween with the baby so she's gonna be wearing that little pumpkin little uh like. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen like the ladybug little costumes, but she's yeah, got a pumpkin one. Is it is it is it kind of like the uh, cabbage kids? Yeah, like that with like or is the little it cabbage leggings. patch, cabbage patch, cabbage patch yeah. kids. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, with just a little. I think it's like a little uh, pumpkin headband or something. What are you like gonna that. wear? I don't know yet. We and Laura like are trying to figure it out. Are you gonna be like the 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 farmer that grows <laughs> up? The <laughs> she wanted she wanted to be uh she wanted to be. Scarecrows, but I don't know how I feel oh, about that. Scarecrows, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I never been, um, you know, I, don't, I never had the opportunity to have, uh, you know, couples costume. Yeah. We thought about doing like Michael Myers, or I don't know. You gonna scare the baby? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. We'll see what we come up with, but it'll be it'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll so be a good time. Where were you? Ta- were you taking her to like a uh, trick or treating? Yeah. So we'll probably trick or treat around the neighborhood where mm-hmm. we're at. Um, Did they ever in Laredo was was uh, trick or treating in malls at the thing? Mm, or like, no, no, no. It was What's more so like I mean I grew up in the fucking poor part of town, so we would yeah. just go to the rich part and get the well-off neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did that too. Um, I remember. I don't know. I don't know if anybody in Houston remembers, but we would. Uh, I think we did it once or twice, maybe. But like malls would do trick or treating, and so it was. I guess it was easier for parents to just go to one place. Everybody gets their candy. Yeah, and it's coming from stores. I think what they're doing now, uh, at least where like Laura lives, I know sometimes the, Mc- the McDonald's buckets are coming back. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty dope. You should get it. Those are those are fun, but. There's a park right by where Laura lives, and I, I've seen people, like, post up there with, like, their tailgates down, and they'll just hand out candy as the kids are walking by. Oh, that, that's that, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Damn, that's yeah. a Halloween tailgate. Yeah. And then you just, that's fucking <laughs> and awesome. And they're, like, making carne asada and shit like that. So. Damn. Yeah. I kind of want to do that. That's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, dude. That's in Laredo? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. i never heard of anything <laughs> like that. A, a, a Halloween tailgate. Yeah. Both parties went one time. Um, once I was, um, able to, to like, like once I was a kid, like once I was not trick or treating, like I was, I was too cool, uh, I guess. But in, in high school, I, like, I don't know if I told you this, I used to DJ and one Halloween, uh, I got really into the spirit and I put out a real quick. What was your DJ name? DJ toast, bro. The, oh, okay. Yes. Just sir. DJ toast. Spinning the hottest tracks. <laughs> uh, but, um, that or like I went by like my name, just like Jesus Suleiman, DJ. Anyways, so I had a I had like a smoke machine and like lights. And one Halloween, like I turned off all the lights of the house, everything off, and I just had the smoke machine on. And I had the big speaker, like just playing music, like of like like creepy music. Yeah, not like just some like eerie shit. 
Yeah, just like yeah. background noises, like yeah, and then like the smoke like, machine come out, and then I had like lights coming out and yeah. and and stuff like that, and nobody wanted to fucking come into the fucking house. Like <laughs> that was it. Like I didn't have any, I didn't have any um, like jump scare, jump scares yeah. or anything. I didn't. I wasn't even wearing a costume. Yeah, but all the kids were like scared to come in, and I could see all of them like ignoring the house <laughs> and like. Staring at it and like debating whether or not to go in, and yeah. I'm like, dude, it's not that scary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I, I, I uh, that was that was a good one. Um, do you like? Did you ever went and egged houses or like toilet paper, uh, TP, anything? So we didn't do it just on like Halloween. We did it whenever because we had like yeah. school rivals and shit, right? So we'd go and egg their fucking cars. But that's funny. <laughs> not the toilet paper because I mean I don't know if it's just like Mexican culture, but you don't waste a fucking TP, you know what I'm saying? That's true. So, I don't know. We didn't do that, but we did do the, the eggs. We yeah. Did. I've egged a few. When I was younger, I egged a few a few houses on Halloween mm-hmm. or uh, TP, a few trees. Yeah. It always sucked, like, the next day when you see, like, the owner of the house cleaning it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, that was me. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. Yeah. I only did it, like, once, though. Once or twice. Yeah. Just because I got peer pressured into doing it. <laughs> you were in the car. And I, and I wanted to be cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, that's cool. That's cool. I, I don't get, and this might be a hot take, but I don't get why people like going to haunted houses. Like, I don't, I don't want to pay for that shit. It's the adrenaline. So like you get adrenaline from that. I do. Yeah. Like just going in there and not knowing what, what to expect. Right. Like I'm walking in and is he coming out of this door, or this window? Like what's going to happen? There's a secret door here or some shit like that. Like yeah. that shit's fun for me. I don't, I hate them. Uh, when I was dating in high school, I, I was dating this girl. She made me go like to one or two, and I was like, "This is fucking dumb. Like, why am I paying to get scared? Like, yeah. I could watch a movie. I, I don't. I don't like getting scared." Mm-hmm. When I was really, really young, at Astro World, they had uh, Fright Fest. Okay. And there was a clown one, and me and my brother went, and they had four four hounded houses. One was like all clown theme. Dude, that fucking shit sucked ass, dude. Like, I was. Would I was you say. Scared. I was pretty fucking scared and I had nightmares. Would you say you have a clown phobia now? No, I don't have a clown phobia. Okay. It was so funny because, like, the, they were briefing us. Mm. Like, before you go into the house, they brief you, like, hey, don't touch anything. Don't try to fight them. Don't try to fight them, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Don't touch them. And then my brother was like really scared and like he was scared, but he was like trying to <laughs> touch him. Like, what is that? And I'm like, dude, he told you not to touch him. And he's yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck to do, bro. We ran through that shit, bro. We didn't even stop. We just ran through it. Apparently. So I saw a TikTok. Apparently there's one in Mexico somewhere where they'll, they make you run. You're running through it. So like when the, when the TikTok was ending, like the people are running out of it, they're all sweaty as shit. And I'm like, damn, did they just make them run? Like, yeah. Fucking PFT or what the hell? Yeah, but it looked pretty dope. Like it had, they were running out and like obviously the guys in like the fake chainsaws are chasing them and shit. But the people were all sweaty, dude. I, it's fucking nuts, man. I I don't like doing it, but it's crazy uh, how LA has like a lot of uh, places to go. I think like the the most like the two more popular one is uh, uh what is it Universal? Yeah, what do they call it? Fright not Fright Fest. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh like Halloween. Horror fit, night. Horror, horror night. night. Yeah, there you go. 
And then they have uh, Disney as like Spooky Night or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a little bit more kid friendly or whatever. That that one I would go. <laughs> that one seems tight. No. Um, Shaq has one. A Shaq, uh, Shaq has like a haunted house in Long Beach. It's called like Shaco Fest or, or something, dude. I don't know what it's called. Knott's Berry has another one too. And then, of course, I think Six Flags has their uh, Fright Fest. But uh, what is it called? I think it's like Shacktober. Um, I seen billboards for it. The Universal Studio ones is definitely, definitely worth the money. Shacktoberfest. <laughs> it's a massive Halloween festival in Long Beach, uh, with the uh, the historic Queen Mary as the backdrop. Uh, it looks uh, Shack is just everywhere. Yeah, dudes like in Papa John's. You and, just never know with him. And the insurance company, the General Haynes. <laughs> Haynes, yeah. yeah. Uh, Golden Bond. Yeah. That's that, dude, that dude's everywhere. Yeah. Um, you said the Universal one? No. It's, yeah. It's hosted by the weekend this year. Yeah. Like, it's like the weekend team. Yeah, I saw that. Last year they had the Jabberwockies, so we saw them there for free. Like, Oh, you went? Up. Yeah. How'd you go? How'd you yeah. get them for free? So, it's a part of the, like, the fucking park. So, you pay for the, for the oh, entrance. Oh, yes, yes, And yes, once yes, you're yes, in yes, there, yes. they've got, like, their own, like, theater thing, and then you just... Every like thirty minutes or so, the Jabberwockies will come out, and you can sit down and watch them. And oh, I thought like you were gonna dance, like yeah, yeah. They, no, no, no. Like you were gonna dance battle them, like, like oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Imagine you go in just to to troll them, like, just to, to dance cumbias. Yeah, to <laughs> <laughs> un zapateo. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, I know what you mean. I know, like, I heard they're really fun. I know the Universal one is like really popular. They have like 3D ones and like that 3D ones sound cool. So the best way to describe it is like uh, those set up. So like they have, it's Universal Studios. They have different types of shit in there, right? But like one of the haunted, it, it's it's a shit ton of haunted houses. Mm-hmm. One of them is for The Walking Dead. Normally they just show The Walking Dead, but like for Halloween, they'll kind of ramp it up a little bit for you. Yeah. And I think this year is like the Nope, like the, the movie Nope. Oh, really? Yeah, they were fixing it. Like So mm-hmm. last year they had like, a Halloween, uh, uh, like a Michael Myers, Mikael Myers, fucking, Mikael. yeah, Mikael Myers, uh, Miguel. Theme, uh, haunted house. They had one for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And Shit, like, dude. Yeah. Like every, like the big names, they all had their own haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there'd be multiple guys dressed as them who would scare you different parts of the haunted house. So it was pretty dope. Damn. And then obviously you're just running around or walking around and like, You'll get one of the workers come up to you and fucking scare you. Try to scare the shit out of you. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. L.A. Man, they just have so many out there. Um, there's also like pumpkin patches everywhere and mazes and all yeah. kinds of shit. Um, have you? Um, what's your favorite Halloween movie? Probably like the old, like the Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah, like you fucking love scary shit. Yeah, like I like the the, the family friendly Halloween stuff. Yeah, obviously. So like Halloween Town High, Halloween Town High, one and two, Hocus Pocus. So like, I haven't seen them. You haven't seen Hocus Pocus? Neither of them. Oh geez, they're dope. Yeah, yeah. The new one, Halloween the new Town High, sad. was filmed here in the West Coast. Oh, yeah, that's true. In yeah. um, Oregon or yeah. Seattle, Oregon, up there in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, because they have the Halloween Town High uh, thing out there. Mm-hmm. Halloween Town. Halloween Town High is a third movie. Sorry, <laughs> Halloween Town is is up there. Um, and 
you could go visit it and it's like really cool. Yeah. Um okay. Yeah. I was so like it's weird that we're talking about this, right? But like when I was on duty on Friday, oh. uh <laughs> me and some of the Marines who were on duty, we were talking about like, hey, what's this what's the scariest movie you've seen? And I think mine would probably be uh the OG Exorcist. Like the one that had people like die after the filming of it and like creepy shit. Yeah, so like you know the OG Exorcist, right? The one in uh, the one that was filmed like in the seventies or eighties. Okay. Yeah. So there's a bunch of lore or not lore, but like a bunch of stuff that happened while they were filming that movie. And apparently the actress, the one who played the exorcist. Yeah. She, I don't know if she died, but I, I definitely know she had like issues in life afterwards. Jesus. Breed up on it. And like, there was like people who worked in the cast while they were filming the movie, like creepy shit was happening. Like straight up, like, like people had to see people like therapists and shit afterwards. I don't want to fucking watch that now. Yeah, dude, it's, it's scary. <laughs> I think... Uh, it looks so fucking real. I don't know. A lot of people say Insidious was a scary one. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think it was that scary. It felt like a... It was scary up until like the guy goes into the dream and... Sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Uh, but like he goes into it and like you could see the actual... Damn it, now I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, so like... <laughs> so I will say... Um, the first time I watched it, scared the fuck out of me. Uh, to the point that, like, now I can't even hear that tiptoe through the tulip song. Oh, I hate that song. I hate. I can't. Yeah. Laura likes to fuck with me with that song, and I, I refuse. Fuck that. Yeah. I'll break the speaker. Uh, <laughs> what about uh, Paranormal Activity? No, nah, not scary. I thought that was scary. Mm-mm. Like the first, the first one. Mm-hmm. Is it even scarier if I tell you? Would it make it more scary if I tell you that it was filmed in Oceanside? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and Carlsbad. That's where the that's where the setting's at. No way. Yeah. That's okay. That changes things. That's a little spooky. Yeah. And uh so where I stand duty on base is the command post for fifth marines. That I swear to God, that command post is haunted. Because I've been there at like standing duty, obviously, like when we stand duty you don't do anything, you just sit at a desk, right? Mm-hmm. But the duty desk is on the first floor. It's a two-story building. And at like 2 or 3 in the morning, multiple times I've heard people walking around upstairs. Or like doors closing. Shit like that. And it doesn't help that right outside the duty desk, obviously we have our memorials for all the Marines that passed away from 5th Marines. There's a, like, uh, I'm sure you've seen like where they put the, they'll stake the rifle into the ground. Mm-hmm. they put the boots the by boots it. And the, well, the, we ha- yeah, we have that. The dog uh, tags and all but that. But the dog like every single Marine that's passed away, their dog, ta- not their dog tags, but a replica of the dog tags are hanging from that. And mm-hmm. sometimes like at night, they'll shine. Like they'll make noise. Oof. So, spooky. That is, uh, is spooky. Um, I, um, Old Bain, because I used to work at the, at the radio station, mm-hmm. where, uh, I mentioned it earlier, but I used to work at the radio station and so, they would give me the fucking shittiest shift because I was a freshman. <laughs> and so I had to be an old man from 10 to midnight. And I, I had to key. I had to key to old mate for like for a few years. Even after I stopped working at the radio station. Before they realized. They, they funny enough, they actually like, like, hey, uh, they, they reached out to me through Facebook, uh, the radio producer or the, the radio uh, manager. And then they're like, yeah, we need the key back, bro. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll send it back. 
But anyways, at night, I was so fucking scared. Yeah. And I remember one time, uh, me and my 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 partner, my uh, radio partner, uh, we were lacking up. We're closing the studio, put the machine on on auto so they could just play the music on auto. The loop. Yeah, and then uh, we were walking, leaving Old Main, and I was like. I don't know, man. Do you think this place is scary? And the guy's like, I don't know. Like, it's a no building, so maybe, maybe. The fucking toilet's flushed after we said that. And I look at him. He looks at me. And you're like, no fucking way. And we just like, it, like looked at each other. And then we're like, what the fuck? And so we kind of just started walking fast downstairs. Yeah. Turned off all the lights and then left, dude. I was like, fuck that. And it <laughs> happened to us like a few times. Like... The pusichas are rezar on the way out. Dude, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> old Main. Yeah. Old Main, is, it was spooky. Yeah, I bet, man. Spooky. But it's fun to take naps in there. But it's Like spooky. during the day? Yeah, because like, there's like a, there's a, on the third floor by the windows, the, like if you look at a picture of Old Main, there's like circular pictures and you could, uh, t- there's like little couches there and be, non, not bean bags, but like little chairs and you could just lay down there and take a nap. Nice, nice. Kind of sounds like the uh, living room at the Rouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the fraternity house, that's that's all people did. Rest just, in peace. Uh, it's it's still there. It's out there. Not with us, but but with someone else. <laughs> uh, okay, that, that, was, that was spooky talk. <laughs> Mine wasn't as spooky, though. So let's get into the, the main topic here of the... Uh, Love the podcast. So a few, uh, last time I did the, the, oh shit, that was a pretty good. That was actually yeah. really good. Uh, sorry, we have Sports Center on. Uh, yeah, you're, yeah. <laughs> Sports <laughs> Center, uh, the top top 10 place. Anyways, last time we were on the podcast, or, or, or sorry, the last time I put out a podcast, I talked about, I briefly alluded to the uh, four stages of, uh, of culture shock. And, you know, these are, these are, these are four things um these four stages happens when you move somewhere new uh these are mainly made for like people who like move abroad but i think it applies like even even moving from state to state because yeah. school know, jobs things like that yeah you know like when you're moving to yeah exactly like going home for college you get homesick you move to a new place homesick you know homesick is something that we can't like it happens to everyone I'd say if it doesn't happen to you, it's kind of weird. Yes. Yeah. Maybe you uh, need to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. you got to get out. But you got to get out. When you first experience it, like it's crazy and it comes in like in four stages of this culture shock. Um, so I, 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 when I, when I went to Italy, they brought us in and they told us about this because, you know, so th- this shit like really, like if you get, you get depressed, you know, you, like it fucks yeah. with your mentals, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, they sat us down for like a little quick seminar to, to do it just because I, I, just because like the university, like really, you know, didn't want anybody like, you know, you're out there studying, we want you to have fun, but we also care about you. Right. And so I took notes and I like this stuff like really resonated with me. Um, just cause like I'm used to, because of the Marine Corps, I'm used to bouncing, uh, like I, 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 once I get too comfortable at one place, I'm like, no, nah, I gotta go. Like, yeah. you know, that's just how the Marine Corps 
Yeah. And so that on me like I was bad. And what's crazy is they don't even let you get comfortable if you really think about it. Yeah, they it's never like do. Right when your things are going really well and like you're doing really well with like your you platoon routine, or your shop, yeah. they're like time to go. it's time to go somewhere else. Yeah. I it's like that. So so that's why I'm like, okay. Um but anyway, so let's talk about these four stages. Uh I know you have uh you know, you said you've been here for two years and, and I know sometimes you go through through your homesick blues, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's why I thought it'd be cool to, to talk about it with you. Um, and, and you know, you've been on the pod, so people, the people wanted you back. Everyone's <laughs> like, we got to bring Enrique. Got to yeah. bring in Kike, not Ricardo. No, no, no. That's weird. No, no, no. The people people wanted you, so. Um, but let's talk about it. Let's let's dive in. So, you know, this, this culture shock generally moves to do four different phases, like I mentioned. Uh, it's the honeymoon, the frustration, adjustment, and acceptance. And so while individuals experience these stages differently and the impact and order of each stage varies widely, uh, they do provide a guideline uh, on how, uh, how we adapt and cope with these new cultures, with these new uh, environments that we're in, right? Uh, so the first one, uh, which is which is, I think this is the one that I talked about in the last podcast is the honeymoon stage. Right. And so this, this first stage of culture shock is often, often positive, right? You know, you're, you're excited that you're somewhere new. You're, you're infatuated with the language, with the people, with the food, uh, and, and the surroundings. And so at this stage of the trip, you know, um, at, at this point of the move, like it's really fun. And so when you go visit, like, let's say, where'd you go vacation? for any like where'd you go i mean shit up like missouri i guess yeah so like yeah. you went to missouri yeah too big yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you went to missouri to vacation in in the past I okay have, okay yeah. so <laughs> for family so okay okay i guess missouri is a is a place to vacation um the ozarks the ozarks yeah the ozarks are cool yeah. Ozarks are cool okay yeah. So like like when you move somewhere or you or i'm sorry not when you move when you go travel somewhere you're only there for a week or two maybe a month max mm -hmm. and so the whole time you're excited you're in the honeymoon yeah. stage so yeah. that's why when you you don't really get homesick when you travel like that because uh, once you start because you know you're going back exactly yeah. uh and, and and then like once you start like on a trip you start wearing off and you're like oh i'm going back like you said yeah. you know you're going back uh okay but if you move somewhere it's different it's different yeah so let's talk about first though the honeymoon stage so You've been in San Clemente now how, how many years? Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. How would you... Well, okay, so let's let's paint a picture to the people that don't know San Clemente. How would you describe San Clemente? What's it like? San Clemente is a uh, town that's uh, just... Uh, it's like smack dab in the middle between San Diego and L.A. It's a big surfer town. It's a town where you can move to and, uh, I guess, start a family... Small town vibes. Yeah, it's a very on suburban. The coast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, burbs are a big thing there. So yeah. Other than that, though, uh, I mean, there is a Walmart. There's a Target. There's all the fast food places you would you would think of. Uh, but there's like one of each. Right. It's and, a really really small town. And even like the WalMarts and Targets, they're small. You know, they're not. You're not. You don't have a fucking super center there. It's, no. It's it's different in that everything's very small. Everybody moves or not moves, but everybody travels by like e bikes, bicycles, yeah, uh, longboards. Uh, mm -hmm. 
people have cars and shit, but like you can literally get everywhere on a bike if you really wanted to. It's it's a it's I think it's 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 a you said it. It's a surf town. It's super old school. There's like a national uh, not a national park. It's a state park maybe uh, around there that yeah. that borders with Pendleton. But uh, but yeah, it's a, it's uh, when I first got there, I remember too. I was like, damn, this is really cool because it feels something out of a stereotypical. California surfer movie. It's yep. real, like it's the palm trees. It's the the blue water. No, no one ever fucking tells you how cold that how water cold is. Yep. Yeah, the water. Like I always thought, like, because well, like you know when you go to the river in San Marcos yeah, or like SPI, it's, it's it's not that. I mean, yeah. the river, the river in San Mar- or the river in Barter Springs is a little cold. But I would see people in body suits, and I'm like, why are you guys being lame? Yeah, you don't need that. You need a wetsuit, but here. you need it here. Yeah, you need a wetsuit. <laughs> you're gonna be spending hours in, in that water. Yeah. You need it. Uh, but I remember I was just excited because it, it's, it's right next to Laguna Niguel, Laguna Beach, Dana uh, Point, Dana Point yeah, yeah. Uh, Newport, Huntington, like those are all like Huntington. It's, like if you ever go to a Hollister store, they have like the footage, like a live camera from Huntington Beach. Yeah. That's where all the surfers are at. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's Orange County. Of, yeah. It's a bunch of like, um, it's Orange County living. That's the best way yeah. to describe it. If you look into it, if you guys seen fast times at Richmond high, it's a, that's a great movie. You, you, I don't know if you've seen that. I've before. never seen that. No. Fast time at Richmond high has a character called Spicoli and Spicoli, you know, he's blonde dude, long, long hair. hair. Yeah. Always has like a button up or Hawaiian shirt, puka yeah. shell necklace, shorts. Probably what's up, dude? Flip flops. The waves are gnarly today, <laughs> bro. Like no, oh, pe- okay, so people actually say gnarly there. That's San Clemente. Yeah, yeah. but just like really family oriented. Yeah, like the longboards, like all that shit. You know, like okay, so we have a shit ton of uh, those old uh, v- uh, Volkswagen vans. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. 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 Uh, El Camino's they post everywhere. up. They post up like where the free parking's at. Yep. And then they just take their surfboard down there. Yeah. And like, dude, okay, it's a so straight up surf town. I'll put it to you this way. So like, on my way to work every morning, uh, on the, on the route that I used to get to work, you have to go through a back road, uh, and everybody uses that back road to get to the beach, and it it's fucking lined on both sides of the road, like. 30, 40 cars deep of nothing but mm-hmm. surfers, and they're all getting ready to go hit the water at like fucking seven a.m., eight a.m. And and they stay there for like oh yeah, hours. like that's 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 routine for them. They go yeah. hit the waves in the morning, and then they go into work at nine. That's that's San Clemente. That's you know crazy. Saying? Yeah, yeah. No, dude, people just go there, and I seen people there just camp out, and they stay out for hours. Dude. Like they're, it's it's a cool town. Um, I remember when I first came to LA, everything was really cool because like everywhere I walked, there was like somewhere I seen in a movie or somewhere like I seen on TikTok. It's just really, really um, pretty cool. Like I think that's one of the things that makes LA cool aside from the weather. But but you know, like going to Dodger Stadium, like yeah. that was pretty cool. Like, so like if you've seen Fast and the Furious, yeah, I'm familiar with the film, right? So yeah. You well, are gonna, right by, by. yeah. You're gonna drive by all those houses. That's where the first one was filmed. There's definitely like a lot of cool spots that that like I'll, I'll walk by and I'm like, oh damn, like this was in this movie. Oh, like the Seinfeld house. I think I mentioned this already. Like down the street, right here on on, on yeah. uh, two blocks down by Taco Bell. There's a the, the Seinfeld apartment is there. That's like really cool. I remember I was walking by and I'm like, this looks familiar. 
So I remember that, like that first month, it was really cool being out here, going to the bars in Hollywood. Uh, actually, I haven't really been that much in Hollywood, but like that bar we went to yeah, at the hotel. Sunset, yeah. No, it was on uh, in Los Feliz. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That place was pretty tight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, we did go to Sunset, but not that one. Yeah. Uh, but that that whiskey whiskey uh, whiskey a go go like that's a really popular uh, bar. Yeah, like, yeah. They have a plaque outside like yeah. of all the bands. The one right outside the UT one. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, also, like running into celebrities, I've ran into three now. No, two. Well, I ran into Victoria Justice the other day at the airport. That that was so fucking funny, bro. That's crazy. Because like I was eating, like I was at Chick Fil A. I was flying Southwest, and I was uh, they have a Chick Fil A there at the terminal, and I'm I'm eating my 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 sandwich, and um, there's this you know she's she's a, she's an attractive girl, Victoria Justice, really cute. I've been having a crush on her for since I was a kid. Yeah, since probably Zoe 101. <laughs> and so I'm eating the sandwich, and I see this girl, and I'm like, damn, she's really pretty. She kind of looks like Victoria Justice, and then I'm like, wait. That is Victoria Justice. And this is all while I'm eating. Like, I'm eating. <laughs> and she, like, senses that I see her. And so she looks at me. And we lock eyes for three long seconds. And then she turns turns around and I turn around. And I'm like, damn it, dude. Like, the. That was your moment. A girl. You uh, blew a, it. My celebrity crush that I've been into just acknowledged my existing. And and it was while I was fucking stuffing myself. You soiled it. I soiled it, bro. I was so <laughs> embarrassed too. And I'm like, dang it, dude. Dang it. And so, because I follow her on Instagram, I let her saw that she also flew Southwest. And I'm like, that. Yeah. She was wearing the same shirt that she put. And I was like, dude, fuck, dude. That would have been my chance, dude. You should have just asked for a picture. I should have, dude. But I was embarrassed, dude. I fucking had ketchup stains on me. Yeah, fucking sauce on your mouth. And <laughs> I ran into her, uh, Blake Griffin, uh, just like other little c- celebrities that I see here and there. Uh, sometimes I can't even confirm if they're them. Like I just see them because they just blend in. And yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Hollywood Walk of Fame was a it's a letdown. Uh, it's just crowded with tourists. Yeah, it's 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 you know it's what you would expect, but also what you wouldn't expect. Uh, so like that. That theater there, that Chinese theater where they do the red carpets all the time. Yeah, the that's, that's a pretty cool spot. It's pretty cool, but like in on TV or the internet, like you would think it's a lot bigger than it actually is. <laughs> it's actually not that big at all. It's not. It's not. No. Um, so the 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 uh, next step is the frustration stage, right? And so frustration may be the most difficult stage of culture shock. And and it's probably, you know, familiar to anyone who has lived abroad or who's traveled somebody for like a long time. But but at this stage, you know, this is when the fatigue kicks in of not understanding, you know, the streets, the signs, the languages, you know, the miscommunications maybe happening. The social norms. The social norms, right? Like it's all kicking in and so you're getting frustrated. So small things, losing keys, missing the bus or not being, you know, uh, able easily to order food at a restaurant, you know, may trigger you and it may trigger your frustration. And while this frustration comes and goes, it's a natural reaction for people spending extended time in new countries or new uh, environments. So I remember one of the big things that I do here is I take the bus 
And when, well, I don't take the bus, I take the train. Um, but I remember before locking in the, the, the commute that I have now where I take two, tra- two trains and one bus, um, I remember I was trying different things. And I remember I took a, a bus right here in the corner because that bus is supposed to drop me off in Santa Monica. And then from Santa Monica, I would take another one. Well, I tried it. And oh my God, it was horrible because the bus driver kicked us out. He's like, nope, I'm turning the bus around. And it was like on the 405. And I'm like, bro, I still have like a while. Like, yeah, there's, I still have like five miles to get to Santa Monica. That's How insane. the fuck are you just kicking us out right now? And And I was like by Beverly Hills kind of. And so I had to walk from Beverly to santa monica and like once i passed the 405 i'm like this is it like i can't walk anymore mm-hmm. i'm just gonna get a fucking uber and i was so pissed off that whole fucking day dude and and it was happening to me a lot because i had to find new routes and i was mapping them and i was writing them down like oh no this one this one sucks or this this is good and so now now i have like you've seen me today like now i know you know how to when, exactly where yeah when the yeah. train what stop how to get there so it took a while though dude but that man that shit fucking piss me off or like whenever whenever i want something that i'm familiar with like um like food wise like when i'm in texas dude i I, tex-mex is okay but like being out here i'm like dude i want tex-mex i'm i see i find myself craving it more and and california you know they have good mexican food but it's not tex-mex or it's not what i'm used to right there they're 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 uh way of cooking is different not that different but it's just it kind of feels different flavors different flavors yeah the the way that they are um you know they're they're more seafood based which is cool yeah they mastered the burrito yeah so the burritos probably they have that on texas by a fucking long shot so like yeah. any burrito pretty much out here that you get it's gonna be fucking fire uh, especially if you order a california burrito it, Wherever you get a California burrito from here is pretty much amazing. I started doing uh, staple. I started doing the Arizona burrito, which is the exact same thing as the California burrito. They just switched the carne asada with chicken. Mm. That shit's gas, bro. I get that shit all the time. Yeah, but but like like what I was mentioning, like I I like the um, I like breakfast tacos, bro. And there's a there's a kitchen here where I go to. And, like, the lady makes platos de, de chorizo con huevo. And I'm like, okay, cool. Can you just put it in a... Can you just make me tacos? Because yeah. I, I see that you also have tacos on your menu. But the tacos are, like, carne asada, pastor, whatever. And she's like, no, like, I have to sell you the plate. And I'm like, but you have the, the tacos there. She's just trying to make money at that point. I know she was, but, like, I have that problem at a lot of restaurants. Like, they don't understand yeah. the the... That I just want a breakfast taco, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's so fucking frustrating, dude. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh I don't know, like being a sports fan out here is fucking weird. One, being an Astros fan. Oh yeah. Good I'm luck, fucking public buddy. enemy number one, yeah, bro. Yeah. I can't wear my shit. And I love banter. I love trash talking to team. But they get fucking they get physical. They get aggressive here. They do. And yeah. so that that's always like, dude, that's always like I'm like, man, like being being home would be way better. Um, I well, get frustrated. Oh, you know what, too? Uh, 
when when I'm like just chilling and not have like anything going on and like I hop on social media and everyone in Texas is like having a great time. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm glad you guys are having fun, but I'm like Yeah, so like I guess that would take us into like Karanasas. Uh I know it mentioned it before, but like Karanasas here are different. Like yeah. back home it's a fucking day long thing, you know, you're preparing the meat, you're seasoning everything in the morning, uh, for the most part and by the time no, you know, people start saying like, "Hey, ya tira la carne" or whatever. You know, you start turning on yeah, the fire. Yeah, because you're just goofing off. You're goofing off, and then you turn the fire on, yeah. and, and then everybody's staring at the fire, right? Huh? Ahí va, ahí va. Oh yeah, like that meme. <laughs> yeah, that meme. Yeah, no, no. So, so there's a there's a video on TikTok, and uh, there's a video on TikTok where where, where, where I'm pretty sure it's in Monterrey, because again, like, you know, yeah. Nuevo León culture. Tamalipas culture. Well, just just think about it. Like that rancher lifestyle, Texas and Nuevo León, Tamalipas. Like that's big there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know that's their thing. And so like how Texas has that reputation of barbecue and yeah. stuff like that. They have that same reputation in Mexico. Yeah. You know, like if you if you're with a bunch of friends and one of them's from Monterrey, you're like that dude knows how to cook. Ese norteño, ese but in that meme though, it's like these kids, uh, like trying to imitate, you know, how dads act at uh, at cookouts. Yeah. And it and it's so funny that you said that because like they're 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 just chilling and uh, they're starting the fire and it's like probably like six, seven, eight kids around the fire with their with their beer and they're like, ahí va, ahí va, and then a pause and maybe like. A little flame goes up or something, and they're like, "You know, yeah, And then another pause. Taunito Liano? No, she's Taunito. Taunito And that's that's a Texas cookout, bro. Like yeah. we watch the fire for some fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, and, and and your ability to fucking start a you fire. Get judged, bro, you get judged, bro. You get judged. Like, can you turn the fire on? No. All right. I'm, and I'm then co- I'm cooking. Like and I'm then gonna if be the Like people yeah. get a, get impatient, and then. Yeah. They're like, nah, este no sabe. Yeah, like, no me va a salir en gacho, like, whatever. But you always have to have your coolers of beer, and, like, that's that's a thing, just drinking. Yeah. Here is... I would say they do the same. Maybe not to... not. They don't, like, I don't know. It's just different, right? They don't... Like, here, it's like, turn the fire on, slap the meat on, and then let's fucking eat. Let's eat. Over there, I feel like we kind of... We take it slow. Like hey, it instead slow. of putting all the fajita on, it just put three out of the six tiras of fajita in. Hey, calmado. Yeah. Let me drink some beer. I like yada. I like cooking and eating. Yeah. Bo- botaneando. Andale, sí. mm-hmm. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. And like my order, at least when I would grill in Texas, it was, um, you know, you throw the sausage first, get the fucking sausage out the way, and then the carne asada, and then you put the tortillas, and just let them hoes get crunchy. Yeah. You'll pinchaca mole con, or throw some queso on there, make uh-huh. some some quesadillas, some some quesadillas, bien perrón, güey, así, con madres. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I miss not like not doing that here. Yeah, like, or like I miss doing that and not being able to do it here. Like, yeah, it's it's a lot different here. You gotta you gotta drive. Somewhere. I got my Bucky's uh, grill right there. Uh, do you? Outside right here in the. Patio. Do they actually let you grill there? I I haven't tried. I haven't turned that thing on in over a year. Yeah, they gave me shit at my apartment complex. It's 
Everyone wants to do gas. Yeah. Oh, but you know what though? They it's because it's may, um, I mean this is just an educated guess, but it, probably because of the wildfires and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's really tough. That is a lot bigger here. Like there's always wildfires here. Yeah. But yeah. No, that that right there. Uh, you know, traffic is a fucking bitch. I hate fucking traffic. And then bottom line for me is just I bitch about it every day at work. To Laura, to everybody, like cost of living, it's just—it's insane. And there's no fucking adaptability it is, to it. It's insane, and I think you kind of have to get used to it. But, but it—I went back to Texas. I've been going to Texas every now and then. And bro, it's like when I go out, I'm like, oh, this ain't that bad. Cause you know, my man, I filled up my mother-in-law's car with twenty bucks. No mames. Anyway, here would have been at least fifty, sixty. El, el carro del lado, it's on casi seventy bucks, we. It's not troca, we. That's insane, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's actually, it's a little car. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, like if someone just one. looks at the like the numbers, they're like, "Oh damn, some fucking truck was here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like so. That's I would say the biggest one for me is just the cost of living to to this day. Yeah, to this <laughs> day. So the 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 third stage, the adjustment stage, right? And so. You know, frustrations are often subdued as as travelers begin to feel more familiar and comfortable with, with the culture, people, food, languages, environment, the setting, whatever. Everyone's getting comfortable with it, right? And then navigation becomes easier. You start making new friends. You, you start joining communities and support, you know, establish, um, you get more support established. And, and, and you start learning the details about, you know, your neighborhood and stuff. And so adjustment stage is, is it's kind of when you start like, like, yeah, like, okay, like this is, this is my new neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I, I think for me, that's where I'm going. Like I'm, I'm, I'm adjusting uh, to it. Right. I'm starting to pick out my favorite restaurants. I, I showed you what I do every fucking Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. I go to Grand Central Market and dope fucking spot. The, 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 ta- the taquero. The taquero and then the donuts in there too. Shit. The, the fucking donuts are fine. Yeah. And then some, I'll, I'll either get the donut or I'll get the ice cream. Mm. Um, the bichelada one's all right. And it was okay. Yeah. But, but that taco place, dude, I fucking love it, bro. Yeah. And so that's what I do. And so, like on on Fridays, I'll I'll try to. Ooh, boy. you yawn and you made me yawn. Yeah, I saw you yawning and I yeah. was like, "This guy, your eyes <laughs> red too, by the way." Is you scratching it, it or what? Yeah, the, my left one's allergies. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but how how have you adjusted in, in San Clemente? How, how have you made those adjustments? Yeah, so when uh, you're feeling blue, when I'm feeling blue, so like little backstory so like when i was a kid and my mom would take us to school every now and then because we primarily took the bus she would always play tejano we had this one station z93 z93 laredo's tejano station whatever right uh she would always play z93 uh and like that was forever man even now like she's still her and my stepdad they still like that's the station right uh, one way I found a workaround, uh, obviously I can't get it on the radio here, but there's an app that I can use to, uh, Oh, to, to pick up on, the, to pick up the kind of like a hard radio. Yeah. It's called radio box. Oh uh, yeah. So you can, you can like locate 
radio stations from different places. So like, I can get all the San Marcos ones. On. I can probably get the Texas State one on there too. Um, Ooh, I wonder if you can. Yeah, it's a bunch of hipster shit, but yeah. So like, on my way to work, KTSW eighty nine nine. Yeah, I just side of radio. I'll just hook it up to like my Bluetooth helmet <laughs> or my truck, and I'll, I'll hear it going to work, and it's just like, okay, well, the, adjust it that way. The internet has has uh, made it better. Um, especially now, like it's easier to connect with people, uh, with friends scheduling, you know, one hour to talk to somebody like a close friend. Yeah. Um, even little things like, I know some people like game, like I don't game, you game, right? Yeah. I do. You game with people back in Texas? Every now and then. Yeah. I'll, I'll play like apex or whatever with my boys from yeah. back home and we'll do that. And we'll, and while we're playing, we're catching up. So yeah. Like do what's going on with you. And yeah, yeah, this is going on. This is who I'm talking to. Whatever, yada yada yada. Yeah, see, that, some people do that. I I I play iMessage game. That's probably gonna be like the most game related. The most thing. gaming you yeah. do. I don't. Really, I don't. I don't have a console. I'm not a. I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer. Yet. I I tried it. I just can't get into it. I can't get into video games. Hmm. I don't know why. I'm kind of the. I mean, I'm I. I'm, I try to be safe with it because I know if I like deep dive, I'll stay up till fucking two or three in the morning and really? then I get a whip at wake up at six. So I know better now, but every now and then I can, I'll still I do it. I can't get into it. Uh, but yeah, the internet makes a lot of good fun. Dude, TikTok is really interesting because in TikTok helps a lot of shit spread fire. Um, I'm not like, like TikTok helps the most random person go viral. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Period. Uh. Uh. <laughs> but it's it's crazy just because like a lot of Texas culture has now made its way to California. Fuck yeah. And it's like like really cool. Like, you know, like um the th- like I, I and I call this music the Hano culture like the Hano like uh like like groups like El Dorado or no, uh, no, Secreto, Secreto, yeah. uh, Igualados, the uh, Parranda, like all these fools like are from Texas, from the Valley of all places, yeah. and they're uh, they're making noise out here. Like it's pretty cool. Yeah, like that song that everyone's like. Uh, so like like Marca MP, they're from the Valley, bro. Really? I'm pretty sure it's Marca MP. Yeah, uh, Junior H, he's from Houston. Is he really? Yeah, I don't but know. they play. Yeah, he is because in one of his songs, uh, it's his music is very much Houston like culture inspired. Yeah. But they'll hear that shit out here, and they'll blast that out here, man. And I like, feel I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of bands are like that though here. But I'm like like I mean like like the old school Tejano sound. You mm. know, you know what I mean? Like like uh like these guys. Let me see. Like <laughs> I see this on TikTok all the time. The this one. Hey. Yeah. This thing is on TikTok everywhere, dude. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was that other one? The the chicken or no? Um, I got it. No. Uh, I got you. I still stop. Yeah. Esta mera, wey. Yeah. Tan bella y tan presumida. Yeah. Oh, that one too. Uh, yeah. The secreto. Uh-huh. Like all this, like all this music, like it's it's banging out here now, yeah. dude. And I, I, yeah. I, 
you know, call it whatever you want, Norteño, whatever, but like the fact of it is to me it's Tejano because like Tejano. those guys are from, from Texas. Mm -hmm. It's it's uh Tejano vibes, like that's you know, like duelo, like the way they play the accordion. Yeah. The accordion actually being in the fucking song. Yeah. And, as and much you know, as they heavy influenced by by uh you know musica norteña from from you know Nuevo León from yeah. like cadetes like mm -hmm. you know from Tamaulipas like cachorros los cachorros de Juan Villarreal like you know like it's really influenced by that but like you know this is this is like 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 the, they're the next generation right they're yeah. the generation like us that were born here yeah and we carry that with us you know and they're just doing they're they're, they're running with it they're going know? with it yeah, yeah bro like uh you know like Ramon Ayala and his grandsons Although one time I was mad because I went to go see him at the rodeo before the pandemic. And then uh, he brought his, grand, his grandkids to play. And I'm like, bitch, I didn't pay for them. I paid for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. How he gets his little <laughs> grandson up there with the little yeah. cardion. Yeah. But like like one of them did like the the tu mama into cumbia. Oh, really? That was pretty dope. I'm like, damn. like That's badass. pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, so that, that helps out adjusting a lot. Like seeing people like, you know. Being being cool about like Texas stuff and like I'm sure the you're gonna, valley of all places like is yeah like <laughs> I'm sure you're gonna mention it but like troqueando oh yeah troqueando is like I big think out I here. saw uh, I was telling my homie and my homie has a truck and I was like hey bro do 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 you know what on the gas is and I only know that because my uh, one of my one of my closest friends in Houston. Uh, he sells tires and he's always telling me about on the gas racing. And I'm like, I don't know what they are, but sure. Um, it's like a car club. I don't know. And, uh, and yeah, dude, you see trucks out here with on the gas racing stickers. And I'm like, bro, that's like, that's some shit that probably started in Southeast Houston, bro. Like yeah. in Pasadena and where the cuz are from, like the cut, the, the cuz, the, the cut haircuts, the yeah, cut clothing the and all that shit. Yeah. I heard, I heard, I don't know if this is true. I saw it on Twitter though. Um, do you know that the famous Edgar picture of like a guy stealing a truck or something and no. he's like riding down and they catch him like on a camera and it's him riding the truck smiling like 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 a like a evil Edgar laugh. Oh, really? No. I heard that kid went to SMU. What? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that Edgar out there made it <laughs> to SMU. Uh, I don't know if it's true, though. But that's what I heard. But yeah, dude, like all that shit, like thanks to TikTok, like yeah. shit spreading over here. And it, and it goes both ways, like vice versa. Like I remember uh, like Awachila made it to Texas. Like yeah. that was not a thing back then. Like yeah. unless like unless your family's from like Jalisco or Sinaloa or whatever, like yeah. you need to fuck with it. Birria too. Like Birria, Birria was, is from over there. From here, sorry. Yeah, like right? I, I remember coming here to Quinceañeras, to parties, whatever. I'll eat Birria. Yeah. I go back to Texas. I'll tell people about Birria. Like, oh, I never heard of that. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, like, I don't know. And now it's a big thing with the mm -hmm. Casabirria and all that shit. Well, here's another example of like, well, maybe not from here, stuff going back to Texas, but like, like Texas barbecue, that one spot you found oh, yeah. in uh, Mission. Mission Viejo. Dude, it was it's good. dope and it was packed. But everything about it was like Texas barbecue style. Yeah. Like every, the furniture, everything. Well, the it. places we go to is like, uh, like Justin Quesos or El Tejanito. Yeah. Like those are all like Tex-Mex places. Yeah. And they're not that bad. Yeah. They're not that bad. They're pretty good. Yeah. It ain't Chewy's <laughs> or El Tiempo. Oh, you're not from Houston. No. Uh, but it's, 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 
that smacks, dude. It's pretty yeah. tight. Yeah. Um, so that that's how I do. And then just uh, really adjusting to to creating new habits, I think is is something I read somewhere. Like you know, don't dwell on the past. You know, although I like to. I like to do it sometimes. You like to reminisce. I like to reminisce, yeah. yeah. It's a little different than dwelling. But, um, but you know, I think the best way to do it is just trying to go out and and meet people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for me, it's a little different, right? Because, like, oh shit, it feels like half my platoon is from Texas. I've got a Texas flag up on my office. Mm-hmm. And, like, every time a Texas like native comes in they're like that's a badass flag sir and i'm like fuck yeah so i connect with them a, a whole lot yeah. that way right like they know what bucky's is they miss waterburgers just as much as i do like yeah it's crazy right and like whenever i do cookouts for my guys i'll uh it's a i i tell the staff and all my marines we're having a cookout but to me i'm making a fucking cut on a side for them right so like i'll season everything the same way the night before and when i bring it in I'll make a carne asada, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and a lot of the times they're like, oh, shit, like, what is this here? What seasoning did you use? Like, why are you doing it this way? And, like, all the Marines are crying around me, like, watching me fucking flip la carne, you know what I'm saying? Like, Shh, <laughs> hey, hey, stand back. Ahí va. Yeah, ahí va, ahí va. Ahí va. But, yeah, Dito, I, I guess that's that's a way, that's a way, too. That's so fucking funny, dude, that people are like that, like, when you go... I just can't get over the fact like we go to a carne asada and everyone's just standing with their beer. Nothing, like no one's saying shit and no, out of nowhere. Just looking at it. No, pues ahí vamos. Like some king of the hill shit. Yeah, ahí vamos, yeah. ahí vamos. Sí, sí, ahí vamos, yeah. ahí vamos. Así es la cosa, tranquila. No, déjalo, déjalo. Ahorita agarra, ahorita agarra. Ahorita agarra, ahorita agarra. And then you see him come over and stoke the fire like, no, agarro. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I think finding um, a, a community of like um, people around it. So, like Texas X's has been a good way for me to find people from Austin. Like I know you got your Marines from from Texas. Uh, for me, I like I look up Facebook groups. Uh, you know what, dude? Say what you want about Facebook, but the fucking best thing about Facebook is like Facebook events and like oh yeah. Facebook groups. Like, it, that's the fucking best part of Facebook. There's a reason Facebook is so fucking big. It's it works, man. It does what it's supposed to. Dude, you know I go in there and I'll try like like I found uh, I found watch parties for UT. You know, with Texas X being the main the main uh, uh, source. But also like I like soccer, and so like I, I mean you've seen when I talk shit to Rick like about Tottenham. Yeah, like, I love Tottenham, bro. I love watching them, and I find Tottenham bars and watch parties like that. Um, haven't been so successful with the Astros, but I did find El Tejanito through, through Facebook. Oh yeah, El Tejano, El Tejanito. I don't remember what it's called, but yeah. but uh, but I, I I found that bar through Facebook, and so uh, just looking for stuff like that on Facebook yeah. events. It's pretty cool. Well, it's crazy, man. They like single-handedly eliminated pretty much, not eliminated, but they took pretty much took Craigslist, ran with it. And now oh a yeah, marketplace, Facebook marketplace. Yeah, yeah, like there's all that shit on there now. You know. Yeah, I also, uh, I also, um, what else? Um, I try, like, I'm starting in the murals tomorrow, so that's, oh, that's, that's, yeah. that's going to be pretty cool, uh, to do. And, uh, and yeah, man, like, I think that's the best thing you could do. Just reach out and look for stuff. Um, staying, staying involved. That's, that's big. You know, staying? like staying involved. Like, oh, staying involved. Yeah. yeah like 
you know doing I, something. Some people, some people, um, I I never tried it. I know I've met people that have used the uh, Bumble BFF. Mm. It's uh, I I think it works more for girls. Yeah, or women. Sorry. Uh, I think it works better for them. Uh, like for me, I don't know. I just felt weird looking for friends on on Bumble, but yeah. I, I have met people that have met through Bumble BFF, and I'm like, that's cool. Like you guys, you guys rock. Yeah. I I just I don't know. I feel weird using them. Maybe I'll give it another try. But knows, uh, but I uh, I think guys guys are easier like to make friends than I feel like than than, than women because you know for guys all we got to do is you know. If there is, I like your shirt, and yeah. then we just shoot the shit. Like, you yeah. have no idea. I think I don't have problem breaking the ice and talking to other dudes. Yeah. And this sounds weird because, like, it, like, it's not dating, but it, it it's like, the, like, yes, have you seen Yes Man? Uh, fuck, it sounds familiar. Actually, you know what? It's not, it's not Yes Man. That's the, that's the one with Jim Carrey. I'm actually talking about I Love You Man. I get them confused because they're both based in LA but when I was young I didn't understand and I'm like like I, I would watch it I'm like yeah okay it's a cool movie Paul Rudd Jason Siegel whatever it's cool now I like I get it because you have to put in effort to make friends to agree to meet somewhere to uh decide what time you're gonna like it's crazy like you have to put effort and so um I don't have trouble breaking the ice yeah it's following up the next day yeah. because I'm telling you, dude, I go to bars, talk shit to people about the Dodgers or whatever, uh, shoot the shit about, you know, whatever's on and Hey, I like your shirt. And so we make talk like that. Like I was in Dallas the other day. Uh, and <laughs> I asked this guy to take a picture of me and my friends. We started talking. He told me he was from East Texas. I was like, Oh yeah. Cole Wetzel. And yeah, Cole Wetzel and fucking, uh, the, the piney woods and yeah fucking i don't know what else and we were just talking shit like not uh not talking shit but like we were just shooting the shit buying each other drinks i gave him beer from the buckets we had he bought me a shot of tequila got him on instagram and that's it but my problem is is following through trying to hang out again with new people yeah. uh because it is a hassle even with you bro like even with you <laughs> trying to schedule this podcast, podcast or even scheduling to go out somewhere yeah it's it's tough. Yeah, it's a little tough. Or then when you hit me up, hey, I'm in fucking, I'm in, at the Grove, come through. Bitch, <laughs> I asked you like six hours ago, what were you doing? And you didn't say shit. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's tough. It's it's a, you got, it. it things change, man. Like the, the older you get, like you got other shit going on. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I do agree. <laughs> like it is rough. So the, the, the last stage uh, is the acceptance stage. And, you know, generally, sorry, I've been sipping the, the Coors Light. The Coors Lights are good, man. The, yeah. They the do go-tos. have a different taste from, from other light beers, but, yeah. but I like it. I fuck with it. Yeah. Mm. But the acceptance stage, right? Generally, you know, though sometimes weeks, months, or years after wrestling with the emotional stages outlined above or the ones that we discuss, um, you know, the final stage of culture shock is, is acceptance. And acceptance doesn't mean that the new cultures or environments are completely understood. Rather, it signifies realization that complete understanding isn't necessary to function and thrive in new surroundings. So during the acceptance stage, travelers have the familiarity and are able to draw together the resources they need to feel at ease. Uh, 
And so we kind of covered that a little bit already. But like I said, like me, you know, just, you know, I like I like when people come and visit me. Like when yeah. you come or like, you know, Baby D, Jose came, ATL. Um, you know, when my friends come, I like to show them my new places, my new stuff. And it's fun, dude, doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I joke around a lot with my friends at work that I'm going to start a TikTok uh, called L.A. Cool Boy. <laughs> And just put like all the stuff that I do here and just become an influencer. <laughs> I um, mean, why not? A Texas in LA or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, but you know, uh, this acceptance stage, you know, we mentioned how we incorporate some of our stuff from back home into this, but any other things that, that you feel like made you feel at ease in San Clemente? Like you're. So I guess, I don't know if it, uh, necessarily ties in with like back home and homesickness but like i started riding motorcycles when i was back home mm-hmm. uh and like i ride to work damn near every day so yeah. riding a motorcycle for me is you know one of those things that helps me southern california saying? is a great place to to ride amazing place really great views and uh i mean the fact of the matter is there's a lot of there's a shit ton of motorcycle riders out here mm-hmm so it almost makes it quote unquote safer because the locals like like Californians are way more aware of, of of motorcycle riders here than they would be in you know like Texas. Yeah, you know yeah, that's true. That's true. No, it's really good that you're building that community. Um, I think also like um, I don't know. I don't know if I could cheer for a California team, like. Like the Rams or some shit. Yeah, I think even though my Texans are fucking shitty as fuck, <laughs> they're shitty. You know, I was like that with Austin FC. I, I'm like, I love Austin FC. They're they're my second team, but you know, my first team is Dynamo. Like Houston Dynamo is my first team. Yeah. So I don't know. So I'm worried that I might become a LA Kings fan because really? that, that's a that's a hockey team here. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I think Houston's going to get one. <laughs> uh, uh, a hockey team? Yeah. Oh, shit. But I don't know. I don't know. At the end of the day, like, for some people, it's just sports. Like, yeah, whatever. It's just sports. Yeah. But, you know, it's that loyalty to your to your, to your, to your freaking, home team. Yeah, Yeah, know. man. So. Yeah, it'd be for me just accepting that, that, you know. I try to discover, too, more of L.A. so I could have that honeymoon uh, stage in it like i like to check out new neighborhoods uh you know yeah, I, like I, little holes in the wall restaurants yeah i like to try new restaurants like today i wanted to try something new but i'm like nah we're going to fucking grand central market yeah, yeah. we gotta go to the already the carnitas de las carnitas que hace el tan con madres we. yeah um i thought that was fire the torta oh yeah you had that yeah that was pretty good that was pretty good i think uh any last minute advice for people that are that are feeling homeless? Uh, not homeless, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Homesick. The the reality of it is, man. Like, it's tough though for you because through the huevo, like you have to be out here. Yeah, like there's no. You could quit your job and move back. Yeah, like that. That's not an option. Yeah, that's not an option for me, right? But the reality of it is, man. Like home is home. Like I've said it before. Uh, and home's not going anywhere. And I guess I use that as like reassurance that like no matter what, like time will go by mm-hmm. with you or without like without you being at home, but home will always be there for you to go back to. 
Um, so I use that as a way to like, hey, you know what? Like at some point, I'm not going to be a Marine because the Marine Corps life, like even for the dudes who've done 20, 30 years, it ends, right? Uh, and at some point, I'm going to go back home. Um, the crazy shit is, is that once you, once you like do something new, like when I got out of the Marine Corps, I missed the Marine Corps. Yeah. Or like, you know, when I was when I was at Texas State and I did my four years in that senior semester, like the last semester, I'm like, dude, I'm ready to graduate and get the fuck out of there. And then I find myself daydreaming at work, like, fuck, dude, like that was the time. That was dope. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. I'll think about like you know the times at Camp Pendleton, even my time at, at UT. Um, but you know, I've been going a lot over there for the games, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, I think you're right. I think that's a good, good way to see it. it. That and, uh, making the effort for you to go home a little bit more often. So like for Marines, uh, I guess this applies only for like Marines really, but the only times we really get to go home are for like holidays that's like expected that you're going to go home. You're going to go home and you're going to go see family. You're going to spend Christmas or Thanksgiving or Christmas and fucking New Year's. But uh, making the effort to go in between the, the year, you know what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. once in the summer, like maybe right before fall or during fall. And then even again. if it's even if it's a short time. Yeah. Like even if it's for like, uh, like if you get a 96, take an extra day. Now you've got five days. You know what I'm saying? Like making the effort to go back home uh well that helps yeah not too bad not too bad okay so let's go on to the last portion of the podcast close out q a um and so these are five questions that i ask all my my uh guests on the show you've answered it once the old one i changed the answer or the questions so you'll, you'll be yeah. familiar with them but the first one is what is the best piece of advice you've ever received and why Best piece of advice. Uh, I mean, shit, I'll just, uh, I guess I'll talk about recent advice. Uh, I don't know about like, well, here's my thing with advice, right? Like advice is just suggestions in all reality. Like if you really think about it Mm -hmm. um, and you really have to like, you have to be careful with following all advice because not all advice is good advice. So, Whatever, right? Um, that's my little rant on that. But recently I had a major tell me, hey, there's no such thing as balancing uh, family and work life in the Marine Corps. Like the act of it, you can you can try and tell yourself that you're balancing shit right, but you're really not. All you're really doing is prioritizing things. And how you prioritize things is what really fucking matters. So at the end of the day, when you go to sleep or when you wake up in the morning... Uh, he's like, this is just my opinion. He's like, but I prioritize family above all. He's like, so at the end of the day, if I'm in my office and it's like 1730, he's like, I asked myself, what have I actually 530. done? 530. Yeah, 530. For civilians. <laughs> <laughs> what have I a- a- accomplished today? Um, Can it get done tomorrow? Yes, it can get to- uh, done tomorrow. Like there's no point in you staying at work. Till fucking six thirty, seven thirty, nine, eight thirty, nine thirty. Like I've seen some officers or other Marines do. Just go home to your family, man. Because even that extra hour and a half, two hours that you get home earlier than you normally do, is probably 
good for you and your family or just good for mm-hmm. you if you're a single marine right like mm-hmm. uh stress and uh mental exhaustion is a thing uh no so, for sure for yeah, sure pri- prioritization of uh the things that matter to you most in life and not forgetting that so that's good that's good what is uh this next question what is your absolute dream job um absolute dream job mm-hmm. something that uh earns me passive income so <laughs> something That's that true. i don't have to fucking go into or listen to anybody tell me how to do or what to do uh where i can just be home and enjoy life uh essentially i'm a lazy fucking piece of shit so like i like to be home but more so now that i have my kid I uh, think back to when I was a kid uh, and I really want to be able to be there for her more mm-hmm. than my parents were. Um, and I guess that's selfish of me. Right. But that's life. No, that's, that's, that's <laughs> deep. Ah, no, I like that. I like that. Um, if I ever visited your hometown of Laredo, mm. what local spots would you suggest I see? Mm. See, or like, Go see experience. I mean, there ain't a whole lot of shit to do in Laredo, but <laughs> all right, give me one for Laredo and give me one for San Clemente. San Clemente. I'm I'm do, gonna do Laredo first. Yeah, I'm gonna associate a lot of this to food because I love food. So in Laredo, I would say uh, Tacos Kisi, man. Mm. So Tacos Kisi is like it's a it's kind of like a mixture of Tex. It's not really Tex Mex. It's more like Mexican food. But they have a lot of, like, seafood in there, too. So, like, you get the best of both worlds when you go in there. And on top of that, mm-hmm. they also have sushi. Oh, shit. But it's, like, Mexican sushi way. So, like, that un sushi que acá you've never fucking heard of. Going the ha- the hachi, yeah, hachitos. Yeah, like, shit like that, right? So, <laughs> and then you got all the imports and domestic beers and shit like that. And That's funny. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think people from back home know or realize, like, how fucking good that spot is. Yeah, Cause I haven't the, found yeah. a place like that out here. Because it's just there. Yeah. No, you know, you probably could find some of those spots like in the na- like in Lincoln Heights or in um, East in Los East, East Los or something yeah. like that. Boyle Heights. East Los. Um, what about in San Clemente? Uh, they don't really have a whole lot of fucking like local. I mean, they have a shit ton of local spots, but nothing that's really stuck out for me except for. Uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, um, but it's Mexican food. It's just a little bit bougier, and the way they cook it is a little bit different, but it's fucking good, dude. It's really, really good. And a place that I would say just to visit in San Clemente, obviously the pier. Like, beautiful fucking views. What about that Mexican restaurant? You really don't remember? The name of it? No, I don't remember. Where's it at? How can we get there? It's it's that same that same street where we were had where we had the uh, the mimosas and shit at for breakfast. Camino Real? No, yeah. it's by it's right off of Camino Real. Yeah, so <laughs> that's not really helpful for the listeners. But. <laughs> if I remember, I'll make sure to tag it in a tweet or something. Okay, okay. Um, if you could be on a reality TV show, which one would it be and why? Uh, all this is to the best of your interpretation yeah so I'll be honest with you man I don't watch a whole lot of reality TV 
So I don't know. Any TV show then? Mm, you know, fucking House. House? The Doctor Show? Yeah, the Doctor Show. That's old. It is old, but it's great. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I've always... I would never be a fucking doctor or like a nurse. I don't think I have it in me to do that. Um, first of all, I know I'm not fucking... I know I'm not smart enough to do that shit. To memorize all the shit that they memorize. And like, so why do you want to be on the show? I just think it's fucking full of like... I don't know. Just like how the way they fucking find different ways of interpreting whatever disease or issue that person is having. I'm just like, dude, that's kind of fucking cool. <laughs> You're funny, bro. <laughs> okay. Uh what book, movie, uh, podcast have you seen, uh, heard, or watched lately? Would you recommend it and why? Um, obviously, I'm in the Marine Corps, right? But I always bring it up to my Marines, uh, the Pacific. Oh, they're going to say Letters to Garcia? No. That's a, that was a popular one that everyone made. Oh, really? People read. No. Uh, letters to Garcia or Letters from Garcia? I don't remember. So the Pacific is a show, uh, but it's based on the Marine Corps in World War Two and the island hopping campaign. Uh, but the the reality that it portrays is uh, like it's so fucking real. It it really shows the stuff that you're not gonna like hear from other people. It really interprets it really well, like PTSD and the goriness of war and shit like that. I don't know. And it highlights like the things that makes the Marine Corps that it is today, like Guadalcanal, Iwo Jima, mm. uh, Pavuvu, all that shit. Uh, Sounds really motivating. Yeah. It's very, 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 very motivating. Uh, what else are you watching or listening or hearing? Or I don't know, man. Honestly, like I listen to a lot, a shit ton of music. I, I did you watch the Dahmer stuff? Yeah. Did you like watch it? that? I did like it, um, but it kind of pissed me off. I wish they would have. Uh, they should have caught him way earlier than they did. That's like, crazy, huh? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I can't remember when I had those glasses in college. Yeah. I can't wear them anymore. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah, dude, that's another. I'm surprised how people didn't know that much about Dahmer. I'm glad that at the end of it, it goes into the the other the clown dude. Yeah, yeah, you tell me about that. Yeah, it goes into his stuff. Um, I think they're gonna do one on. They're gonna do one for him. That dude is even crazier. What's Um, his name? Gacy. Gacy. I don't know, but I know he. Man, that dude. I think he was the inspiration for it. Oh, really? That's what I heard. That's insane. That's what I heard. I've just been keeping up with House of Dragon. Yeah, that's another good one, dude. Game of Thrones is fucking fire, except for the last season. Yeah. Pisses me off. I liked the last season. I just didn't like the last episodes. Like the last two, three episodes. Like the ending? Yeah, it was like... But, but, all right, all right, cool. Well, I think that concludes the show, Enrique. Thank you so much for for coming. <laughs> Love uh, that we were able to do this, dude. She yeah. was fucking fun, like I told you. Yeah, no. We'll right. definitely do more because I got, I mean. I'll think about it. Better to do. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I got you. I got you. All right. All right. Until next time. Next, next time. 
until next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>